am Scott. I think I wrote this down. I am the um, master of whispers. <laughs> master of whispers. Did I use that one? I, I just wrote it down know. for. <laughs> Tonight, a master of whispers. Excellent. And I'm Rusty, and we are back at Libel the Bible. Libel the Bible. It's been a while since we've recorded. Seems so. I mean, we keep releasing these goddamn episodes every week, but it's been a while Uh, since we've recorded. uh, We missed a release date today. Yeah, so, well, last night. Technically, we were supposed to release last night. um, Oh, I released. But uh, I canceled because I didn't realize that the Jets were playing. And looking back uh, at it now, <laughs> should have, should have, should have I mean, <laughs> I th- I've gone over it in my head. And so for those that don't know, uh, one, I'm a huge Jet fan. Two, the Jets signed Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. There's been a tremendous amount of hype over the Aaron Rodgers signing. Nice. Because he's the nice what? Nice. You got a good player. You don't know anything, do you? I saw something on Facebook today that people were very upset about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> You don't know what happened? I don't know what happened, no. Oh, so you're coming into this cold. Yeah. Okay. So he is a three-time league MVP or four-time league MVP. Awesome. By far the greatest quarterback the Jets will have ever had on their roster. What about Joe Namath? All summer... What? Joe Namath. He's better than Joe Namath. Wow. All right. Okay. Joe Namath was great, but Joe Namath had a very short career. His knees got fucked up. Doesn't matter. He's the greatest quarterback that the Jets will ever have fielded. Okay. All summer long, hype. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, they had that show. Uh, now I'm all of a sudden blanking on Hard Knocks. Do you know about Hard Knocks? I do not. You are. Unbe- I know nothing. It I'm is useless. unbelievable. I'm like a blank slate. You are unbelievable. <laughs> how I cannot bounce anything off of you. <laughs> I'm useless. That is like in the cultural zeitgeist. You're just like uh, I don't know. I'm useless, man. All right. Hard Knocks is a behind-the-scenes HBO reality show that follows a football team in training camp. You probably haven't heard about it because it's only been on for 20 years. (laughs) Every season, it follows one team, and it follows them through training camp up to the regular season. Didn't HBO have that football show like First in 10 back back in the day? Well, that was like a scripted show. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a, an actual behind-the-scenes gotcha. reality show. So the Jets were chosen to be the Hard Knocks team this year mm-hmm. because Aaron Rodgers. Nice. So basically, it's been nothing but hype train nice. since Aaron Rodgers announced while he was still a Packer that he will come back to play football because there was speculation. Will he play? Won't he play? He announced on a show that he will come back to play only for the New York Jets. Nice. So all the Jet fans went crazy. Then it was like a month of no trade happening. People started speculating what's going on. Trade finally happened. Then training. Came. It's been a whole long fucking thing. Okay? Mm. Last night, it's 9-11, mm-hmm. right? Monday night football. Opening day. Opening night. All national right. TV. Awesome. Jets are being introduced. The stadium is dark. And they handed out like these green like lights to all the fans. So they blacked out the stadium. And all you see is like green for the New York Jets. They're doing all their pregame announcements. Everyone's been introduced. Aaron Rodgers is standing in a tunnel. He fucking runs out with an American flag. He's the only one. All the everyone's already on the field. Crowd fucking goes crazy. <laughs> Buffalo gets the ball first. It's not gonna end well, huh? Buffalo gets the ga- <laughs> Buffalo gets the ball first. Okay. 
They don't do anything. They kick it off to the Jets. Here comes Aaron Rodgers. Fans are going fucking crazy. First play, he hands the ball off. The guy who gets the ball got hurt last year, Mm -hmm. torn ACL last year, eight games into the season. He was on his way to being rookie of the year. So people are like, what's he going to do? Hands the ball off. Guy busts out a 25-yard fucking run right off the Sweet. bat. We're off to a Everyone good goes crazy. Yeah. First and 10, Aaron Rodgers drops back. Nothing really there. He's got a, He throws the ball away. Second play, same thing. Third play, same thing. All right, three and out. We're going to have to punt. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what's, what's happening? What? Aaron Rodgers is down on the ground. He's not getting up. No. What, what, what's, what's happening? Oh, this isn't good. What? Wait, what? He's in the medical tent. What? Is he conscious? Wait, what? He's there. What? It's a cart. They're bringing a cart to the medical tent. He 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 can't even walk. A crash cart. Oh, that kind of cart. He gets on the cart. They cart him off. Speculation. What's wrong? Well, today they did that. Oh, so last night they did X-rays. Everything. No broken anything. Well, today they did an MRI. It was a complete tear of his ACL. Oh, he's done for the entire year. Probably his literally career. the fourth play of the season. Oh. he's done. He's 39, by the way. Oh. In all likelihood, oh, he's good. not coming back from this. Oh, so is no joy. So I gotta say this as a Jets fan. It has it is mental torture being a Jets fan, okay? <laughs> because so we are an atheist podcast, yeah. but being a Jet fan is the one thing that makes me wonder if there is a God. Because it, oh, like I can't think of too many things other than in, an invisible malignant hand <laughs> controlling what goes on. Because I can't imagine. The sheer bad luck that I have experienced as a Jet fan over the 41 seasons or 42 seasons. I've been a fan since 1982. That's okay. 41 seasons Ooh, you paid of your fandom. Yeah. Bro, I cannot tell you the amount of misfortune, stupid fucking misfortune. Like, this isn't the first time that's happened, by the way. Mm-hmm. On the first drive of the year, of the year we're a quarterback in a year where we had very high expectations where the quarterback goes down. And it ain't like baseball where, like, one guy doesn't really make a difference because the quarterback is everything in football. So I canceled last night so I can <laughs> Suffer through rejoice that. in the Jets finally being relevant in the entire fucking American football community, finally watching the Jets and getting our respect. So I sat home to watch Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play of the season go down with a fucking torn ACL. Well, I'm almost glad that's why you took off yesterday because I know previous 9-11s, you usually spotted in Jersey, like cheering and partying with like, you know, people of the Middle yeah, Eastern with all look. The, yeah, you know, with all you know. the Arabs in yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> that's what you're usually doing. I got to tell you, man, years ago, I used to be real big into the Mets. You know, we met because we were Mets fans, you know, fucking crazies. And um, it got to the point in my life where... I had to stop being a fan of things like sports because not, it's mostly disappointment and it would influence my day. It would influence my week. And like, I'm, I've got a fragile psyche as it is. Like I'm always on the precipice of depression as it is. I hear you. So it's like, unless you're like, you're like, um, 
like a Yankee fan or like you know a, a fan of a, of a team that has a dynasty going. Like it's too stressful for me, man. It is stressful. So I just gotta like uh, just gotta like not do it, man. Yeah, I hear you. Even when I go to games, like it's more for like the socializing. Like I go to a nine inning baseball game and maybe see six plays. Well, everybody goes to baseball games. You don't even everyone like will go to a baseball game and just chill out. Plus tickets you don't, are you, cheap. You don't keep score, man. You don't do the score thing. I don't do that. Man. Uh, did you ever used to do that? No, I've never done uh, that. Uh, um, by the way, nine eleven. Yeah. Do you know about this new thing that Gen Z does <laughs> online? What's Gen Z? That's the latest generation? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm X, right? Then there were millennials? Yes. And then Zs? Yes. Okay. So Gen Z are like people born around 2000 or so, oh, okay. give or take, you know. So they have no recollection of the So college-age kids, high okay. school-age kids, recent <laughs> college grads, like up to that. Mm-hmm. So, right. So they would have, so it's kind of like when we were growing up, the way we would think about Pearl Harbor. You know what I mean? Like you heard about Pearl Harbor, like, but so on 9-11, they just post like memes of 9-11. So if you ever feel like getting triggered, Scott, go on Twitter on 9-11 and see all the memes that are posted of 9-11 where they mock 9-11. Nine eleven, <laughs> really? Like it's yeah. So it's like because they don't have any connection to it. But the Aaron Rodgers fucking injury <laughs> has definitely brought out some nine eleven jokes, such as Aaron Rodgers tearing his ACL on nine eleven is the worst thing that's ever happened to New York on nine eleven. <laughs> or Aaron Rodgers was not the first Jet to go down. Uh, on 9-11. Uh, I love them. These are good. These are good. Yeah. So, 9-11, you know, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, that's why we didn't record yesterday. And I cannot tell you how fucking angry I... You you don't even understand how angry I, I was yesterday. Angry, man. My wife comes... No, I wasn't like outwardly angry. It was like a... It was... That's the a si- it was a quiet simmer. That's the scary Which is the anger. worst. Yeah. Yes. So my wife, she was in the bedroom when all this went down. So she comes out into the living room. We have like an open, you know, kitchen, living room. So she came out into the kitchen. And I was like, yo, Aaron Rodgers. She's like, I know I'm on Twitter. She's like, I'll send you some memes. I was like, don't <laughs> There's already fucking- memes. <laughs> she's like, don't fucking. It was, yeah, it was the second quarter. Oh, okay. She's yeah. like, I was like, don't fucking dare send me any goddamn fucking memes. I don't want to fucking hear any goddamn fucking memes. And then all day today, it's, yo, it's just, you have no idea. Because I was, it's the whole season. It's yeah, you're done. done. You're done. It's done. You're done. On the first drive. Did they lose? No, they won. They. <laughs> So that's the thing, right? So people are like, well, they won, they won. And it's like, yeah, they won. But it's like it's like surviving a plane crash, but you're on a desert island with no food or water, and you know you're going to die in a week. So it's like, congratulations, you survived the plane crash, but you're going to be dead in a week. Well, this jet went down on 9-11, but there were survivors, which is you know better than 9-11. Who are the survivors? <laughs> The rest of the team, they survived the game. They survived the game, yes. Yeah, we man. have 16 more to go with no quarterback. You think you got issues, man? So I had to get on the subway the other day, right? So I get on the, I'm, going, I'm getting on the A train, right? So I have a Metro card. For people that outside of New York, Metro card is like this credit card device that's been issued for like the last 25 or so years. It's an antiquated thing that no right. one uses in New York anymore. Right, because now you can just you tap your credit card at the turnstile. It's it's like really cool. It's pretty much system-wide now. Yeah, well, yeah, all that good shit, right? Yeah. So anyway, listen to me, man. I found a Metro card in my bedroom, like under like under some shit. 
So I was like, wow, maybe there's some money on this thing. They also have expiration dates, by the way, Metro Yo, man, cards. that's what I'm getting to, man. <laughs> so I go and I go to the machine and it says, I have the sufficient fare to get on, but it's expired. So I go over to token booth. Now, token booths are where a token booth attendant sits in this fortified bunker with like six inch thick plexiglass because there were attacks on employees back in the day. Like horrific attacks. Remember when they dumped gasoline yeah. into token booths? I was booths just going to say. And lit people on fire yeah. and they couldn't get out. They would put and, like a hose in. Yeah. And, pump and then pump gas in, in there yeah. and then set it ablaze. Yeah. yeah that's so happened. It was, it was nice the transit authority to provide, um, um, what do you call it? Fire extinguishers to that's, these people. That's why, that's why it's always funny to me today when like you see like property crime happening. You know, yeah. like someone will break into a car and like steal like airbags or steal like catalytic converters underneath mm-hmm. the cars now. And people are always like, New York's becoming like a lawless hellscape. And it's like, I remember <laughs> when they used to like fucking subway clerks on fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what? Like, sure, steal an airbag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were stealing catalytic converters and airbags 30 years ago, too. So stop it. So I go up to the token booth clerk and I'm like, how do I put this expired card on a new card? Because I don't want to lose this fucking one fare that's left on the card. All right? So she, she can't hear me. So she pulls the microphone thingy to her mouth and then says, okay, speak now. But she doesn't turn the speaker on. So I can't hear her. But I understand that she's telling me to talk. So I go, what do I do with this? And she's like, she puts her hands up like, what? I don't understand. She points at the fucking vending machine. She goes, go to the vending machine. I was like, this thing right here? I'm playing, playing along with her. And she goes, yeah. Right. Scott's making a lot of hand gestures for those yeah, so, of you so, who don't have the video of so this. So I go to put the card in the machine, yeah. but it won't go in because I forgot they had to start on the touchscreen before it'll accept the card. Mm-hmm. So she comes out of the fucking token, uh, out of the fucking- Waddles out, I'm Waddles sure. out. No. Skinny. Oh. Asian woman. Okay. Oh. Yo, and I I, I want to make a voice, but I don't want to be taken out of context like I'm the racist. Okay. But she says to me in a, like- the type of voice Americans that want to make fun of Asians would use. Okay. And she go, basically is like, you're not from around here, right? <laughs> and I didn't want to turn around because I literally thought she was making that voice up. Like Where, she fucking made it up. Was this in Queens? Yeah, it was in Queens. Okay, go ahead. All right? So I turned to her. I was like, what the hell did she just say? She doesn't say hello. She doesn't say how can I help you. She basically makes fun of me for not knowing how to use the fucking, and not in a fun way. Mm-hmm. She's like, what, you ain't fucking from around here? Yeah. I'm like, bitch. You have no fucking job except to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you interact with the public? Mm-hmm. Have a good time. She was nasty. And then she came over and she started spanking the machine with her fingers. Yeah. Give me card. She puts it in and yeah. like hands me the new card and she like fucking walks off. <laughs> I, t- I was just staring at her and I, I almost felt like saying, I ain't from around here. Yeah. You know what's <sighs> hilarious about this? You almost should have paid the two ninety for the subway because <laughs> the amount of time that it took. I didn't miss your time train. is worth way more I than did, that. I was still waiting for the. I still had to wait for the train. Like, listen, if the train was coming, I would have used an alternate form of payment and right. gone on. But now, now what's getting me even crazier is I have like seventy five cents left on this card, and I wanted to ask her: Is there a way to put just enough to make it one fare so I can use up all of them, every cent on the card? And I was like, I'm not even going to fucking talk to them. So there morning. are apps. That will help you calculate because they are such scumbags, the MTA. Think about like the millions of people that get like these Metro cards and you, you know, like it's never perfect. So in other words, it's like, it's a little cheaper. I think when you get a Mm. Metro card than the 290 fare. So if you buy like five rides, it doesn't work out exactly to like whatever you pay. So there's always going to be like 35 cents left over and you're like, ah, fuck it. I won't use the 35 cents, but a million people 
who don't use 35 cents. Think about a million times 35 oh, cents. Fuck. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Richard Pryor driving a Ferrari. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So that's why, like, a lot of these fucking scumbag companies, they'll, like, charge people, like, overcharge or whatever by, like, nickels or pennies. And people don't, like, bother to fucking, like, follow up with that. Because it's only like pennies. But when you calculate... Yeah, motherfuckers, man. Yeah, they're scumbags. And I thought, you know, there's so much I wanted to say to her, but I completely bit my tongue. I was like, listen, I'm not even going to get into it. It was kind of funny. I was kind of chuckling at her attitude and her voice. But I was like, bitch, I've been riding this train since you since before you were born, probably. <laughs> oh, you ain't from around here. Whatever, man. Maybe so, she yeah. ain't from around here. She definitely wasn't from around here. <laughs> and if she was from around here, it wasn't too recently she's been from around here. Yeah, I mean, listen, she took the civil service test. She's, uh, you know, yeah, she must be yeah. from around yeah, here. I don't want really to call out the station, 88th Street, Liberty Avenue, Queens, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody listening, check that girl. Uh, yeah. Um. So before we also, before we move on, I wanted to shout someone out. I wanted to shout out one of our listeners oh, real God. quick. Oh, God. You mean soon to be ex-listeners? We know how you shout people out. <laughs> I didn't say shout at oh, okay, one of our right. listeners. Right. Okay, good. So we have a listener um, on Twitter. Their handle is K Tyson. I think you've so, mentioned this person before. So huh. K Tyson has been creating AI generated art based on like our biblical discussion. So, no way. So when you remember, you know about this. Okay. I've shown it to you. <laughs> All right. You just deflated my enthusiasm. So one of them was, remember when somebody danced as hard as they possibly yeah, could? He yeah. could, he generated like, so he's also, he's got, it's on our YouTube. So okay. if you go to our YouTube, especially like our last, however many episodes, let's say five or six episodes, he takes like one particular verse and he like creates an AI generated illustration. I mentioned doing that too. So maybe I got the idea from him or he got it from me. I think you got it. Is the it idea him or her? Or you don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. And so he has an AI generated image of Samson All right. like collapsing or stealing the gates. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so for um everyone in our audience, you should go to our YouTube and in the comments, I believe he leaves links. Because he hasn't been able, to, or they, they haven't been able to figure out a way to like put the actual image up anywhere, um, because you know our audience isn't the brightest. Would he, so. <laughs> Here it <he> comes. <laughs> oh, but it's all right for you to make fun of like Asians and like make fun of their accents I was and not like doing such yeah. a thing. No. Okay. Well, listen. If I found that she was one of my listeners, I would be like, like very upset with myself. She ain't listening though. Oh, because she can't speak English, right? <laughs> no, she, she fucking she, racist. She, she could speak all the words she had to speak to me. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what's his name? Uh, K. Tyson. Uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate the effort. Um, leg- legally, can we use the, any imagery he creates for us? Like, can we use it in our promotional materials and our websites and our social medias? Can we do that? Does he have to give us like express written permission? Do you see a fucking law degree hanging behind me anywhere? How the fuck well, would I know what the fuck know everything else, do? Mr. Fucking Know Everything? You know what the problem is, Scott? Yeah, you knowing everything. Someone told me once, once, <laughs> <laughs> they told me it's better to do and then apologize than ask. But ask now you've asked publicly if we oh, can do right, it. Right, right. We should have just done it. Like, I didn't ask, can I use 
box music in our fucking intro? No, I just use box music in our intro. You're right. And if one day we ever get sued for it, I'll be like, I didn't know we couldn't use it. Fair enough. All right. So you can you 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 can edit that out, man. Like me asking if it's okay to use it. No, man. I'm gonna leave it in. Oh, uh, sure. So I then you have someone to blame when this whole thing goes down. When this whole thing goes down in flames, you can say this is why exactly. Scott's racist Asian exactly. voices <laughs> and fucking stealing people's artwork. <laughs> His lack of like knowledge of <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> Guy didn't know hard knocks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what else? I don't know, man. I spent uh, spent the night in Fire Island, man, and a day on the beach. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah, we hung out on Fire Island together. Mm. Um, Not just us. There were women involved because, you know, sometimes <laughs> people that don't know might think certain things about Fire Island. Yeah, my sister, uh, her house was uh, free over Labor Day weekend. So uh, last minute, Scott decided to come by. Oh, oh, let me talk about this in fucking fucked up voices, immigrant voices again. On the ferry coming back from, like, to, to get to Fire Island, this part of Fire Island, you have to take a ferry. You can't drive there. So we're taking the ferry back from the island to mainland Long Island. And it was standing room only. Shit was packed. You saw the lines that formed after you left. Actually, when we got there, it was, like, empty. But then the lines got crazy. Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so, uh... Right, we're we're sitting in a row with his standing room only behind us. Did you and sit in in the inside or on the nah, upper top? Like yeah, top, that's yeah. that's the place to be. Yeah, you gotta be outdoors, man. Feel that shit in your hair, yeah, especially man. once it starts moving yeah. and like yeah. yeah you yeah. can see the whales and the porpoises and all that shit. Sure. So there's like four <laughs> girls standing behind me, right? Mm-hmm. And girls they, or young women? I didn't know at first, but they ended up being girls, like probably early twenties, maybe dream, maybe just got so the that's drinking young age. Ladies. Yeah, young ladies. That's right? not really girls. But all I hear is, again, like this Asian woman, I hear like three or four girls talking to each other in Italian. Mm-hmm. But they sound like movie stereotype version Italian women. All of that shit. And I'm like, to myself, I don't want to turn around. I'm like, don't turn around, Scott. Don't turn around because it's going to be on my face. Like, why are you talking like that? Right. So I was like, wow, these stereotypes are true. These Italian women actually talk like this. And then I do turn around. I'm like, okay, they don't look. They look like, I, no other way to say it, they look like typical white Long Island girls. I was like, they didn't. They didn't seem like they had any ethnicity whatsoever, right? And then they stopped talking Italian. Apparently, they all took Italian lessons. And not only did they learn the language, they thought it would, they would culturally appropriate the mannerisms because they went right back to talking Long Island English. And then ten minutes later, back into the ah, oh, maragotto. Yeah, I was like. Wow, that's so fucking racist. Well, why is it racist? May, certain languages maybe like you know lend themselves to certain cadences. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. I think the language like, doesn't lend to the like, cadence. The speak culture. Chinese, Scott. The, Let's hear you speak Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've done Italian, maybe we can go through the whole gamut of languages. So I'm just telling you. Who else can we make fun of? I'm just telling do you. Arabic. That that Asian woman was a racist Asian because she. Was, I could do Indian. Don't, don't, please don't. don't Why? Do you don't have to do it, man. You don't have to, man. All right. But yeah, it was out of control. And I just kept turning back. It's like, look at these women, girls, whatever they were. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a long way to go, man. We got a long way to go. <laughs> do you oh, think- I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so in that racist rant that you just had, you were complaining that they were being racist. Yeah, what did you think I meant? 
I thought you were just being racist for fun. No. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> you know, like you're all like, ah, da, 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 da. No, no, da, 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 no da, da. They, they were over the top speaking like stereotypes. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, listen, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Any excuse to make fun of Italians, Scott. Now it's Italians I'm making fun of? Where does it end? I remember like in an early episode of our show, we uh, were talking about Italians, and then you included a drop that was like, hey, yo, whoa, whoa. Yeah, family guy, man. Oh, it was a family guy. Yeah, so oh. it's all right. It wasn't they're my, no, it wasn't my racist their cultural joke. Sensitivity. <laughs> it was their racist joke. So there are YouTube videos of black people reacting to, so you, you're very familiar with reaction videos. Very familiar? I'm familiar. Not very familiar. Well, I know for a fact that you're familiar with reaction videos, okay, like yes. the premise of reaction yes. videos. So there are a bunch of reaction videos you, you might be interested in of black people watching Family Guy being like racist <laughs> to black people. I might have seen some of those actually. <laughs> you know what's funny? Black people don't care. Like they laugh at that. You know who doesn't laugh at that? Like white people, white people are like, that's fucking, that's fucking racist, man. Bunch of fucking SJW Karens, right? Yeah, fucking idiots. So anyway, anyway. now that we've canceled ourselves, now that we've now that we're through the racist portion of the show, <laughs> maybe we can move on to something a little uh, not Don't racist. get mad at me for pointing out these people being racist. No, I hear right? this. I Scott. Yo, and I think I think I think that that Asian woman was doing that voice and that attitude to be self-loathing racist. Like it wasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, or she was baiting me into like having this commentary. She wanted you right. Yeah. She was gaslighting you. Yeah, she was doing something wrong. You know how these Asian people do, right, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the other two of you? Remember I told you that? You know how to work machine. <laughs> so weird. Uh <sighs> I guess we got to do a show about the Bible. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on one second. Before we do that, now that I think about it, I have all these things I want to say to her now. I'm going to revisit that fucking subway station. I'm going to have a conversation with her one day. Do you remember when we were in high school? We got the very first Metro cards as students. It was a, it was a pilot program in the station surrounding our high school. Were they like green or something? They were different colors. They were like purple depending on the month. Okay. They weren't quite Metro cards yet, but it was like the predecessor to that technology. Okay. So yeah, I was using the first Metro card, bitch. All right? That's all I'm going to say when I go see you again so with a list of things to say. So that's almost worse. You've been using Metro cards for 40 <laughs> years, and you don't, still don't know how to use one, you fucking idiot. Yeah, like, they call, she, call me a fucking idiot she's, then. She's probably like, that's why my kid go Brooklyn Deck, and you idiot. You white idiot with round eyes. <laughs> All right, man, rain in the night. Yeah, so if she had called me an idiot, that would be one thing. But she was like, you ain't from around here. That was the, like the, like, the what the fuck moment. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that for now. Yeah. So we've covered Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. We've covered your subway experience. We've both proven ourselves to be quite racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've acknowledged one of our fans and his creativity. That we're going to steal and use for our own nefarious I mean, in fairness, mission. we were his muse. Oh, muses. I mean, that, could be, that could be an argument in court. Well, it's not an argument. That's, you know, that's reality. Your reality. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> Your reality? My reality? Who's the, the, reality? The Kentucky Fried movie or something, maybe? It sounds yeah, like. It something, sounds something corny. Like, yeah. All right. Um, so let's uh, get to what everyone is tuning in for. Yeah. The Bible. 
Last we left off because we ain't doing like no fucking previously on, right? We didn't have a previously on recorded because we don't give a fuck anymore. Do you th- let's talk about that just for a second. Go ahead. Early on, I had suggested that we do a previously on to catch people up, but it was really more for me to catch up. Mm-hmm. And like, I literally don't know what we did last week, okay. last recording. Okay. But do we need to waste time and energy on a previously on? Do we need that, that sort of polish on this podcast? I like it. All right, that's fine. If you like it, then we continue to do it. But if we were doing it strictly like for the fans to deliver a polished product, I'm a little tired of delivering that, polished products. That is a poll that we can put up on YouTube. So this episode, yeah. all right, I'm going to address the audience now for okay. a minute. I'll step do you back. mind? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'll drink this one. All right. So this, me addressing the audience. All right, assholes. <laughs> Listen up. Mute my mic. All right, whatever fucking episode number this is, right? What episode number is this? What what episode 89? are we recording? All right, 89. Go to YouTube, go to Libel the Bible, and go to episode 89, okay? Now, it might not be up right away because this is going to be posted before the YouTube video is going to be posted. But sometime between now and whenever the fuck, go to YouTube, go to episode 89, and there's going to be, oh, no, you know what? I'm a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. Regardless you know what? Of what you I think said, the audience is, is making me stupid now. It's possible. Just go to our YouTube channel. If you're subscribed, it should pop up on your feed. I'm going to put up a poll. Mm-hmm. Should we continue to record previously ons or is that superfluous? Is it unnecessary? Do you not need... What's the matter? What, what was that? Because I was just thinking because I was like... Uh, you know, should we say fuck the previously on? But now that I'm thinking about, nah, man, we need to have a previously on. But I let's like see what the, the, let's see what the audience on. thinks. But I think we do need to have because sometimes like little there's a little funniness in there, man. It's like part of our humor is in the previously on, right? So, uh. so you want to continue? You want to write the previously on? <laughs> see, that's the other thing. <laughs> no, I don't want to do anything anymore. Right. But yeah, maybe uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the previously. I mean, we on, can maybe. alternate too. Nah, that gets confusing. Does it get confusing? A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B. Yes. No, what I mean is you can write next week's previously on, and then I'll write the following week's. No, I, thought I knew that's what you meant. I didn't say we, I was going to write one line of the previously on, then you're going to write uh, the next line. No. One Scott, week, with you, week. sometimes it's hard for me to know like <laughs> where enough. your logic is. Fair enough. Um, we'll talk about it off air at the next staff production. Why? Meeting. I like talking about it on air. All right. I'll do. I'll, I'll start doing the previously on, man. Not for this. This episode's gonna. I be like talking about it on air because it's like we're I don't have to talk to you after fucking we're done recording. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can I? Can I? Can I comment on something else? So last minute trip to Fire Island. I was like, hey, come out to Fire Island. So I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, bring the recording equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't serious. So I was thinking to myself, he can't even look at me now without a microphone in front of his face. <laughs> I figured we'd bang out like two or three episodes. I wouldn't have to fucking show up anymore, you know? Yeah. So we just stared at each other on fire and not yeah. speaking. Scott slept for like the entire day. Yeah, man. I was tired, man. Yeah, sun knocks you out, man. Sun knocks you out. So, yeah. So, um, I mean, personally, I like the previously on, but okay. I don't always like writing the previously on, which I've been doing. You know, it's... Why don't we make that my task, my assigned task? You're the social media guy. I can at least do the previously on. I mean, I haven't been really doing all that much social media either. Yeah, well, I've been doing even less. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, let's get into this. So, man. real quick, we left off um, Absalom, David's son, who raped his sister. Ungrateful fuck. Uh, went into exile. Uh, David's advisor, 
fucking convinced them to let Absalom come back. Absalom mm-hmm. came back, and the whole time he was back, he was plotting and gathering up like minions in order to overthrow David. Once he had gathered enough strength, David recognized it, went into exile. Um, he's on the run, and Absalom is given advice that um, you should go and gather like all the fucking tribes of Israel and like go after David. In the meantime, the person that was advising Absalom to do that said, I will gather up like a elite like fucking unit, like Mossad or some right, shit, right. you know, and I'll go after fucking David in the interim. Right. There were two options on the table, right? Right. I mean, yeah. It doesn't seem like options. It seemed like a two prong like fucking approach. Oh, okay. So I think that's where we left off. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. So Second Samuel 18 <laughs> starts. With the defeat and death of Absalom. I wonder how this is going to work out for Absalom. (laughs) Let's see. Then David mustered the men who were with him and set over them commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. And David sent forth the army, one third under the command of Joab, one third under the command of Abishai, son of Zerawiah, Joab's brother, (laughs) and one third under the command of Ittai the Gittite. The king said to the men, "I I myself will also go out with you. But the men said, you shall not go out, for if we flee, they will not care about us. If half of us die, they will not care about us. But you are worth 10,000 of us. Therefore, it is better that you send us help from the city. Somebody should have said this to, like, Captain Kirk or, or fucking any, you know, like... I hate to be... That, any that, of the high command. I hate to be that dork, but I was completely thinking about, oh, this is like TOS, not the next generation. Like, cause when Captain People don't Kirk, know what TOS uh, is. The original Captain. series, Captain Kirk used to beam down with the landing bodies. Right. TOS, the, the original the, the, series. The original series. Oh, okay. The king said to them, whatever seems best to you, I will do. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go with you. No, no, stay back. All right. <laughs> it's like, hold me back. Oh, oh, hold me back. <sighs> so the king stood at the side of the gate. By the way, he's that's a far cry from where he was when Goliath would come out every day and talk shit about the Israelites. Mm. And then David was like, I'm going to go fight this guy. And everybody was like, no, no, don't do that. And he was like, nah, fuck that shit. Mm. He's, you know, it's a far cry from that, David. I still think David, like when, uh, what's his name, Goliath was talking all that shit, he was like a punk kid with a, a sling. Like, what kind of weapon is that, you know? It's not an adult weapon. No. I think he was just like, hey, I'm going to fuck that Goliath up. And he, fuck it, a sling went flying out of the sling. Slingstone came out. He was like, oh, no. And he got fucking lucky. Yeah. So this whole thing was based on a lucky shot, man. Luck. It's all luck. Yeah, he didn't want this fucking roll. Well, he's faking it till he makes it. Yeah. So the king stood at the side of the gate while all the army marched out by hundreds and by thousands. The king ordered Joab and Abishai and Ittai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave orders to all the commanders concerning Absalom. All the people heard. All, All the people. So How I gotta loud tell was he you, speaking? For a dude that's on the run, he's got some loyal fucking people behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for you, David. Fuck Absalom. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was appointed by Yahweh to be the king. Yeah. He but was, it seems like Absalom has a lot of power, though. But that's earthly power, man. Yeah. He's got the true. backing of Yahweh. That's true. See, this is another example of the Israelites being led astray. Mm. All right. So the army went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was fought in the forest of Ephraim. <laughs> Back in Ephraim. Yeah. Is that the hill country of Ephraim? 
Well, apparently now it's forested. The men of Israel defeated there by the servants of David, and the slaughter there was great on that day. Great! 20,000 men. The battle spread over the face of all the country, and the forest claimed more victims that day than the sword. What? What? Things like quicksand traps and like oil pits and snared. The forest. Tangling I don't know. Was it like animals that were hunting in the forest oh, were like shit maybe david commands fucking wild animals too was man. it like a bewitched forest all right so listen back to uh so this past weekend i was up in the pocono mountains to go to a lantern festival so rented a house right you go to a lot of lantern festivals this got a weird though by the way for someone who's who's like you know, racist against Asians. <laughs> you seem to go to a lot of fucking lantern festivals. That's hilarious because I, I rented the house with a bunch of Asians. Yeah, That's of funny. course you did. Yeah, of course I did. So I know why. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. So we're checking out. The, there's multiple levels of this house. So the ground level opens up to like the wooded area where you step out on the grass, right? So it's a townhouse. So there's two houses right connected to each other, right? So apparently there's a couple from the other house outside. Like how we say that in uh, Rehoboth in uh, Delaware. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. So I go outside and I turn around and I see this man and woman standing there. I was like, hey, how are you? I'm like, hey, and all of a sudden this dog charges me. It's a big poodle, but I don't know this dog, right? So it charges me. I'm like, oh, shit. I turn to go in the house and the people in the house slam the fucking door. <laughs> Leaving me outside the house. That's how Asians do, man. <laughs> so I was like, yo, what the fuck? Right? And now this dog's on top of me. It's jumping on me. It's, it's, it's biting on my arm, but like playful. It's like, a, it's like a big puppy, right? But I don't know that, right? So I'm like, so the dog finally comes down, gets off me. And I was like, what the hell was slamming the door? I could have been a bear. Like, they couldn't see what was coming at me. I was just like, oh, shit, animal. And they fucking slammed the door on me, man, and left me out there. That's, That's why you got it. Next time you travel, man, you got to go with white people. You can't go with these <laughs> Asians. They'll betray you. Yeah, one person did Stick mention Stick to your fact, own yeah, kind, yeah, Scott. Yeah, maybe white power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So just so you know, man, this lantern fest. I used to go. I usually go to lantern festivals in Queens where it's on the water. You put your lanterns in the water and they float around in the water. This was one of the traditional ones. Usually, where, yeah, this is the one. In all your years of lantern festivals, <laughs> I've to quite a few. So this one was it was going to be uh, you light them up and you release them to the air. Everybody releases at once, and it's like a huge like a uh, spectacle. I've seen Karate Kid too. Yeah, there you go. Um, it got rained out, man. Ah, uh... yeah, we got out of the car, started walking towards, towards the parade grounds or where the party grounds or whatever, mm -hmm. and so we got on a, on a bullhorn. We we're like, go back to your car. We got to wait out this storm. We just saw the thunder and lightning. Mm -hmm. Literally got back to the car. And the skies opened up, man. Was it as bad as like Burning Man? Yo, we were we champion Burning Man, <laughs> Burning Man. <laughs> so yeah, so we got to re, we got to reschedule. Tickets weren't cheap either, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about this forest claiming more victims. Okay. Did they go? Was it like a like like a long march through the forest? It was an enchanted forest. Yeah, it's the Bible, man. There's talking donkeys. There's like all kinds of crazy. They probably shit. didn't bring enough manna or leavened bread with them, right? They probably just fucking starved out. I mean, you got to figure like if it's the hill country of Ephraim, right? Maybe during Noah's flood, mm. not all the giants died. Maybe one giant made his or her way up to the hill country of Ephraim. Okay. And because they're giants, they managed to keep like their nose like above water okay. and they survive kind of like the Loch Ness Monster. And now like this forest has like a giant or something like one of those. You think there's like big feet in here? Like, I they think got hit there's like definitely feet? like something going on. 
<laughs> Eddie Murphy and, and the big feats are out there. Yeah, maybe. Absalom happened to meet the servants of David. <laughs> Ooh, do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, guys. Absalom was riding on his mule, and the mule went under the thick branches of a great oak. His head caught fast in the oak, and he was left hanging between heaven and earth while the mule that was under him went on. So dude was walking. On, he was on a mule. Yeah, he was he riding got a mule. on some branches. The mule kept going, and he's hanging by his forehead. This is stupid. Was he drunk? Like, what? why would he? Uh, a man saw it and told Joab, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak. <laughs> jo- <laughs> Joab said to the man who told him, what? You saw him? Why then did you not strike Wait the man to second. the ground? Wait a second. I'm sorry. What, comma, you saw him, exclamation. So for those of you in the audience that don't have your Bibles open. Shame on you. What, you saw him. That's a statement. Why is the word what at the beginning of that without a question? It's like a question and an exclamation in the same thing. Maybe this is an ejaculation. (laughs) What? (laughs) You saw him. (laughs) All right. I'll allow it. Why then did you not strike him to hit the ground? I would have been glad to give you 10 pieces of silver and a belt. You know why he didn't strike him to the ground. Because if he did strike him to the ground... He would have been brought before David, right? And he would have had to tell the whole story. I saw Absalom hanging in a tree, and I struck him down. And then David would have been like, oh, that's not what you should have done. You know, yeah, you well, know what I well, mean? He did say, like, deal kindly with Absalom. He did. So he why did is Joab that? like, why didn't you strike him down? But the man said to Joab, even if I felt in my hand the weight of a thousand pieces of silver, I would not raise my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing, the king commanded you and Abishai and Atai saying, for my sake, protect the young man Absalom. Okay. So so this is Joab. You know, know, I like this reading it live without like further knowledge because we just like argue stupid shit that's explained in the next sentence all the time. This is Joab. He he comes in hot all the time, by the way. Chill out, Joab. (laughs) (laughs) He's the guy that killed those other people, right? Like, he followed that other, like, uh, group that was going to make peace with David, remember? Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine saying, remember that dude in the Bible that that killed those other people? (laughs) That would narrow it down. On the other hand, if I had dealt treacherously against his life, parentheses, and there is nothing hidden from the king, then you yourself would have stood aloof. Joab said, I will not waste time like this with you. Nice. So he's making a reasonable argument. He's like, I'm not talking to you now. Joab sounds a lot like Darth Vader. He took three spears in his hand and thrust them into the heart of Absalom while he was still alive in the oak. And ten young men, Joab's armor bearers, surrounded Absalom and struck him and killed him. Yo, they pinotted his ass, man. You don't think the three spears that struck him in the heart didn't do the job? Who was the guy who couldn't hit anything with a spear? <laughs> remember that guy? Yeah, that was uh, David's predecessor. Do you remember the old series MASH? Of course. Do you remember the early episodes? There was a regular character, a black dude. I don't remember. He wasn't on like the whole series. Like He was on a lot of early episodes, and they called him Spear Chucker. No. Yo, look at the old fucking episodes. His nickname was Spear Chucker. That's hard for me to believe. Yeah, check There's it out, no man. way that's Just true. Check it out, man. There's we'll no it, way. We'll put it on the fucking fact check, man. Okay. They probably might have erased all evidence of that now, and I can't prove it, but I know. I know. His name was Spear Chucker, man. That's fucked up. 
Now, if you're referring to these guys, that's not fucking racist. And Nash is like a progressive show. Like, that's like supposed to be a progressive anti-war show. Yeah, I think that whole show was like Alan Alda fighting for like a like a progressive like a uh, format while the network heads were still like clinging to like that racist bullshit. You think so? yeah. yeah, that's what was going on. Yeah. Then Joab sounded the trumpet, and the troops came back from pursuing Israel, for Joab restrained the troops. They took Absalom, threw him into a great pit in the forest, and raised over him a very great, great heap of stones. Meanwhile, all the Israelites fled to their homes. Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and set up for himself a pillar that is in the king's valley, for he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. He called the pillar by his own name. It is called Absalom's Monument to this day. To this day, we can go see to Absalom's Monument. Day. Like, if we hop a flight... To Miami Beach? No. Fuck oh, to Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Maybe we should make a list of, like, fucking biblical places we should go see. Beersheba would be, like, top of the list, Gatsu, right? Gatsu. Yeah, I'm just thinking, man. Like, Really? It's about fucking yeah, time. Yeah, I'm just thinking. It's probably not a good idea, man. To go to Israel? To go to any of these locations, man, with our libel to Bible shirts on, acting stupid, <laughs> fucking like it might not end well for us, man. How come? I don't know. You know those people. Those people. They take their shit very seriously, <laughs> and we'll people. be there mocking it, man. You don't right. think they have like secular people in uh, Israel? Not enough to protect us. Not enough that are going to step up and surround us and guard us and protect us. And all you that. don't think it's just like a a very vocal minority that make things terrible for everyone else? No, no, no. no. Absolutely not. They're all like that. Because of those people. Because <laughs> of those people. <laughs> so, yo, why wouldn't you leave the guy hanging from the tree, like by his head, and just have everybody laugh and point and laugh at him? It makes me suspicious. It makes me wonder, like, did they really kill Absalom? And do you think they buried him in the stones before they took his picture? You know, like Osama bin Laden right. style? Exactly. Yeah. He got buried in stones, so not to anger people. Did they take a picture of Osama bin Laden? <sighs> was it Osama bin Laden? Who the hell knows, man? They said he was pretty mutilated. Why would they? Like a, why would he be mutilated? I don't know. Seven, eight fucking shots from like a military grade fucking to assault rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Fourteen shots to the dome, yo. Right. Why did they have to shoot him in the dome though? Why not just like the chest? Like just light him up, you know? They, they probably, they probably, you know. If this, I don't. They know. probably what? They're fucking Navy SEALs. Like what? They're not accurate shots. Nah, not really. In man. close range. Nah, man. They, they they train by playing like fucking Halo and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. David hears of Absalom's death. <clears throat> then Ahimaz, son of Zadok. Are these real fucking names, bro? Like, what is this? This this like some fucking J.R. Tolkien fucking naming. Yeah, yeah. Fucking the proud feet. <laughs> then Ahimaz, son of Zadok, said, let me run and carry tidings to the king. Stop. What's a tiding? I always hear the word. Like, really, what is a tiding? Information. That's what tiding is? All I right. think so. We'll check the vocabulary list, man. I mean, we can look it up. No, nah, don't quick. do it now, man. Who cares? <laughs> Let me run and carry tidings to the king that the Lord has delivered him from the power of his enemies. Joab said to him, <clears throat> You're not to carry tidings today. You may carry tidings another day. But today you shall not do so because the king's son is dead. And I'm the one that did it, so fucking next day on the fucking hidings yo, day. Yo, I, need to, I, need get, I need to get my story straight before fucking he right. finds out about this. Then Joab said to a Cushite. Hey, Cushite. You know what a Cushite is? I don't know. Like a black person. Oh, really? Because they're from the kingdom of Cush. 
which is like sub-Saharan Africa. Okay. But that's usually spelled with a K. This is spelled with a C. So maybe I'm wrong. Could be a translation thing, though. Then Joab said to a Cushite, that's fucking racist. Like, why is that how they have to be described? Go tell the king what you have seen. The Cushite bowed before Joab and ran. Oh, he figured, like, the Cushite's, like, expandable. Like, you go tell him. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. The Cushite bowed before Joab and ran. Ran the fuck out of there. <laughs> He's like, I ain't going to tell him shit, man. See you later. Feats don't fail me now. <laughs> then Ahimaz, son of Zadok, said again to Joab, come what may, let me also run after the Cushite. And Joab said, why will you run, my son? seeing that you have no reward for the tidings. Come what may, he said, I will run. So he said to him, run. <laughs> then Ahimaz ran by the way of the plain and outran the Cushite. Now I know this is all bullshit. Uh, he ain't not running no Cushite. Oh, why? Because he's white and the Cushite's black? Well, because this is Eastern like Africa and Eastern Africans are known for fucking like long distance running. Uh-huh. Like Kenyans, like fucking Ethiopians, when every goddamn like long distance running event ever. Fair enough. Uh, so tiding noun, the announcement of an event or occurrence not previously made known, a piece of news. So Hence, in the plural, news information. So basically, a tiding. He's gonna give you tidings about what fucking happened. Information. Yeah. But then he was like, "No, you will not." Then he tells a Kushite to go do it. Right. So you don't do it, Kushite. You go do it. Then somebody volunteers that outruns the Kushite to do it. So what the fuck is going on here? I bet you the guy who outran, I bet he told the Kushite to do it, then thought better of it, mm-hmm. and then told the other guy, yo, yo, man, you got to beat him there and tell him, like, this version of the story. Oh, so you think, like, you got to read between the lines because yes. Joab is, like, preparing different stories with different people. Yeah. Maybe he's just, like, going to confuse David. Like, David's going to hear, like, three different versions of stories. So wait, wait, wait. So how is it this dude was not paying attention while driving the donkey? the mule, mm-hmm. and got caught in such a way that Absalom. he actually hung from the fucking tree. I can understand, like, you misjudged a couple inches and you rocked your head on a fucking tree branch, but he must be, like, into, like, a V. I'm surprised, like, a stepmother didn't show up and start, like, <laughs> sucking him off. He's like, help, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I can't get out. And, like, the stepmom with big, big titties shows up, and she's like... <laughs> Or she showed up with a strap on. <laughs> oh, stuck, now you, yeah, you're stuck. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> Getting stuck in a major appliance. Right. <laughs> now David was sitting between the two gates. I guess fucking Samson was never there. Wait, wait, hold on. Do you realize Samson for the rest of our lives is going to be associated, be brought up every time a gate is mentioned? Right. Like, I don't know if that's fair. I mean, that is the most remarkable thing about the man. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, he also did tear apart a fucking lion. And a coliseum, like like a building that he dropped yeah. on people or something. Nah, he was definitely a fucking locomotive of a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, David was sitting between the two gates. The sentinel went up to the roof of the gate by the wall. And when he looked up, he saw a man running alone. The sentinel shouted and told the king. The king said... If he is alone, there are tidings in his mouth. That's code. He kept coming and drew near. (laughs) Then the sentinel saw another man running. And the sentinel called to the gatekeeper and said, See, another man running alone. The king said, 
he also is bringing tidings. The sentinel said, I think the first one runs like Ahimaaz, <laughs> son of Zadok, because I've studied how everyone in the kingdom runs, and it's obvious that's Ahimaaz. He probably runs like a real goof, like a real distinctive run that everybody knows. So look, I'm going to say this. I watch like, you know, I watch a lot of sports, and one of the sports I watch is hockey, and you could tell like... You could tell by the way someone skates who that person is, even if you don't see their number, Fair if enough. you watch enough. I believe. Okay. But that's a roster of 20 people, right, in hockey. This is like millions of people. How the fuck would he know how this fucking idiot runs? You're saying it's because his run is so fucking distinct? Maybe the guard came back from work early one day and saw this guy, like, running by the pool. And, like, he, you know, watched him take he his bikini top off. Yeah, he was watching him. <laughs> Right. I'm making a bad reference. The fast times reached my eye. Yeah, that's that that poorly executed. She wasn't running. Yeah. Jesus, can't ever anybody knock anymore? <laughs> <laughs> the king said, "He is a good man and comes with good tidings." Then Ahimas cried time out, "Time out! Time out! Time out!" <laughs> Whether he's a good man or not, why does that mean he's bringing good news? Just because he's a good man. Like, they said, they sent bad men with bad news? I mean, oh, David's right. an idiot. Yeah. Then Ahimaaz cried out to the king, All is well! He prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground and said, Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delivered up the men who raised their hand against my lord the king. The king said, Is it well with the young man Absalom? Ahimaaz answered, I saw a great tumult when the king's servant Joab sent your servant, but I do not know what it was. The king said, turn aside and stand here. Uh-oh. So he turned aside and stood still. Then the Cushite came, and the Cushite said, good tidings for my lord the king. For the Lord has vindicated you this day, delivering you from the power of all who rose up against you. The king said to the Cushite, Is it well with the young man Absalom? The Cushite answered, May the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise up to do you harm be like that young man. That's a very vague answer. (laughs) Apparently David understood because the next section is titled David Mourns for Absalom. The king was deeply moved. And went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. (laughs) And as he went, he said, Oh, my son, Absalom. My son. (laughs) My son, Absalom. (laughs) Would I had died instead of you. Oh, Absalom, my son. (laughs) My son. (sighs) Rest in peace, Absalom, man. Pour out, pour one out for my homie. I, I got no, I got no, I got no fucking. You know, listen, I'm not, I'm not connected to this man in any way. He's not my family. He's not my friend. So I'm going to say, fuck Absalom, man. He's a betrayer of his own father. He's a fucking rapist. That's number one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's in the eye of the beholder. And not just raping, like his own sister. Eh, you say it was his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Things were uncertain back then. <laughs> back in those days. Yeah, I mean, show me a DNA test, you know? Well, listen, if if Adam and Eve had three sons and we all came from those three sons, there was a lot of incest going around for a long time. Yeah. 
So they, they you know, they said Adam it's and like, Eve did not have three sons. Didn't Adam and Eve have three sons? They had two sons. Oh, even worse. Ape, Cain, and Abel. There was a third son. Wasn't there a third? I don't remember that. Cain I and think Abel. Based off a freaking meme I saw recently, they had three. I thought it was Cain and Abel. I thought they had a. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Somebody should have a podcast about this, like following up. <laughs> <laughs> Just to remind us. <laughs> Samuel, Second Samuel nineteen. It was told Joab. It was told Joab. I don't understand that. It was told Joab then a quote. Someone told Joab. Okay. It was told Joab, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the troops. Mourning, M-O-U-R. For the troops heard that day, the king is grieving for his son. The troops stole into the city that day as soldiers steal in who are shamed when they, are, when they flee in battle. They had nothing to do with it. Eh, you know, they didn't, but like, it's, a day, it's, a, it's a day of mourning for the country. If anything, man. they should go find that fucking donkey. Yeah. That fucking disloyal piece of shit. You think it's the same donkey that was the talking donkey? The great part is, like, in this in this fucking fantasy world, they can actually interview the donkey because he'll right. fucking say what's up. <laughs> you mean to tell me where were you? <laughs> there are four lights. The king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, "Oh, my son Absalom! Oh, Absalom! My son, my son!" Uh, is, is he going to be like Tourette's out about this now? Then <laughs> that was wrong. Edit that out, man. I'm not Tourette's editing anything out. out that you say from now on. Then Joab came into the house to the king Mask and said, "All for Scott." <laughs> <laughs> today you have covered with shame the faces of all your officers who have saved your life today, and the lives of your sons and your daughters, and the lives of your wives and your concubines, for love of those who hate you and for hatred of those who love you. You have made it clear today that commanders and officers are nothing to you, for I perceive that. If Absalom were alive and all of us were dead today, then you would be pleased. Damn. Oh, shit. If this was France, he would have taken off his glove and just slapped David across the face with it. This is a dose of fucking cold water reality on this motherfucker's face. He's got a lot of balls to say this. So go out at once and speak kindly to your servants, for I swear by the Lord, if you do not go, not a man will stay with you this night. And this will be worse for you than any disaster that has come upon you from your youth until now. Then the king got up and took his seat in the gate. The troops were all told, see, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the troops came before the king. Damn. Yo, this guy. This is what, what do you call it? Speaking truth to power, man? Yeah. Yeah, man. Guy's got a lot of fucking balls. You know what I think? I think that it's obvious to Joab at this point that God has forsaken David. And he feels entitled to say this now because he doesn't think God's going to back David up. Mm. Like maybe 30 years earlier if he had said the same fucking words. Is it possible, not knowing how this ends, that David ends up being a piece of shit on the losing side of history? And it would make sense. Because Leonardo da Vinci, an Italian, created the fucking... An Italian. Created, created, created the statue of David, right? No. Uh, who did that? Michelangelo. Oh, damn. By the way, <laughs> I found an excellent YouTube channel. It's called Great Works of Art Explained. It's like 15, 20 minutes about... They take like one piece of art, you know, like the scream. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the scream is called the scream, not because the figure in the painting is screaming 
the figure hears a scream that's so loud. Oh, And the figure's shoot. like, oh, man. And it's based right before World War One. So, like, there's all this tumult going on, like, in Europe, like, leading up to World War One, And the figure hears the scream. The fucking noise of history coming for them. So I watched uh, something about cool, David, man. Michelangelo's David. All right, so let me make my point real quick. So okay. Michelangelo, an Italian, mm-hmm. an chose Italian. David mm-hmm. on losing side A of the— Florentine. F- there were no Italians back then. Losing side of the battle, just like they chose to be on the losing side in World War I and World War II, and both times switched sides. Think about it. So maybe David is on the losing side here, man. So what made David by Michelangelo fucking— different was because a lot of like painters and sculptors had sculpted david but it was always the moment after david's victory like david was like on top of like samson or holding samson's head i'm I'm sorry goliath correct whereas michelangelo's david was in the moments leading up to the battle against fucking so that made like that set it apart and it was like a whole bunch of other stuff so it was really interesting um but anyway, yes, I'm glad you brought up uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci, the <laughs> Italians, as you call them. <laughs> the pizzerias. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so now let's get back real quick. The king's sitting at the gate, and he's going to address the troops, man. You want to take it from there, man? David recalled to Jerusalem. Who recalls the king? The king does the fucking recalling. Meanwhile. All the Israelites had fled to their homes. All the people were disputing throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us from the hand of our enemies and saved us from the hand of the Philistines, and now he has fled out of the land because of Absalom. But Absalom, who we anointed over us, is dead in battle. Now, therefore, why do you say nothing about bringing the king back? The king... I'm sorry. King David sent this message to the priests Zadok and Abiathar. Say to the elders of Judah, why should you be the last to bring the king back to his house? The talk of all Israel has come to the king. You are my kin. You are my bone and my flesh. Why then should you be the last to bring back the king? And say to Amasa, are you not my bone and my flesh? So may God do to me and more, if you are not the commander of my army from now on, in place of Joab. Amasa swayed the hearts of all the people of Judah as one, and they sent word to the king, Return, both you and all your servants. So the king came back to the Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to meet the king and to bring him over the Jordan. Shimei, son of Gera, a Benjaminite, a Benjaminite from Bahurim hurried to come down with the people of Judah to meet King David. With him were a thousand people from Benjamin. And Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, with his 15 sons and his 20 servants, rushed down to the Jordan ahead of the king while the crossing was taking place to bring over the king's household and to do his pleasure. All right. So let's break this down, man. So now there's a little dispute going on in Israel. Like, he's not my fucking king. Fucking, this is a fucking rigged election. election. stolen yeah, election. It's all bullshit. Yeah. But I guess the louder voices decided, like, to bring David back and said, all right, okay. All right. David's mercy to Shimei or Shammai. 
Shemai? Either what, way. How did you pronounce it so I can pronounce it differently? I would, I would say Shemai. Shemai. All right. David's mercy to Shemai. Shemai, son like of Gera. Shimmy. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, bop. Shemai, son of Gera, fell down before the king as he was about to cross the Jordan and said to the king, May my lord not hold me guilty, or remember how your servant did wrong on the day my lord the king left Jerusalem. May the king not bear it in mind, for your servant knows that I have sinned. Therefore, see, I have come this day, the first of all the house of Joseph, to come down to meet my lord the king. So this guy basically ran out there and said, I'm sorry I betrayed you. Deal with me, you know, like kindly. Abishai, son of Zeruiah, answered, Shall not Shammai be put to death for this because he cursed the Lord's anointed? But David said, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but I haven't been paying attention to anything that you read okay. since the start. No, that's fine. So, so basically, this no, guy no, no, no. Go back. Uh, you got to read it again. The whole thing? Can I just paraphrase? Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. Shammai ran down there. Threw himself at the fucking king's feet. So David's at the Jordan right now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's about to enter like Israel again. Okay. All these people went to go meet fucking David. Right, right, right. This guy ran in front of all of them uh, to be the biggest ass uh, sucker. Okay. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, t- I took like Absalom's uh, side. Please deal, so deal politely. He probably was like the biggest fucking traitor of all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, I- I'm with you now. Yeah, okay. He's a fucking sniveling weasel, this fuck. Okay. So Abishai, son of Zeruiah, answered, Shall not Shammai be put to death for this because he cursed the Lord's anointed? Okay. But David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah, that you should today become an adversary to me? Shall anyone be put to death in Israel this day? For do I not know that I am this day king over Israel? The king said to Shammai, You shall not die. And the king gave him his oath. All right. Hmm. You know, sometimes uh, what's the saying about honey and attracting like flies Vinegar and all that something? shit. But you know what most you people are saying? catch more flies with honey. Look at this disgraceful fucking king looking weak on the world stage, fucking embarrassing us around the world. But to counterpoint that, when you spare a man his life, sometimes... All people that stormed the Capitol on January 6th should be put to death for treason. There, I fucking said it. Sometimes they owe you. By the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene is openly talking about like how the South should secede. She's like saying this openly in quotes. Wow. Marjorie Taylor Greene, wow. who's a congresswoman. Wow, that's fucking fantastic. It's fucking traitorous from Georgia. Of shit. By the way, when have we ever heard traitorous talk from the South? Never. Never. Very rarely. Yeah, never. I mean, maybe once. <laughs> yeah, man. The South? South's going to do it again. Charlie Daniels said it. And let's be clear. There are, you know, there are people in the South who aren't down with this, but. There's a lot of people that aren't down with this. Let's man. be honest. The majority of the people in the South are not right in the fucking head. I, I, I am not ready to go out on that limb with you. <laughs> I mean, look at their elected representatives. Elected representatives represent the majority. Except they don't. With the gerrymandered fucking districts and all that, I don't think they fucking represent anybody. That fucking any substantial amount of people. Listen, that's a very valid, fair the, point. The only but for pl- the purposes of comedy, oh, yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah, it doesn't yeah, play. Yeah, you're right. You're all fucked into what I was yeah, about yeah, to right. do. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, sorry. now, see, now see, you've see, taken yeah, the wind out of my sails. You bounce some shit off me. I actually bounce it back, and it's the wrong bounce. I'm just back. I'm just trying to repay our one patron 
who gave us quite a bit of money for me to continue to make fun of Southerners. Yeah. That was his one express-like fucking request. I'm going to give you this fucking money right now. You remember that? You know what that makes you? A fucking politician, man. You got bought. And that's fair. That's good. That's all right. <laughs> well, in fairness, he bought me for something I already love doing. I mean, that's that's how you're going to claim it Making fun of now. Southerners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, January 6th, you're all treasonous fucks. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry. Nobody who was there protesting was treasonous. When you breached the grounds and attacked law enforcement and broke the law, that made you treasonous. And there's if you pl- supported them, you're a, treasonous. Uh, listen, I am sure there are a lot of people there that maybe got caught up you're in the You're part fucking, of a conspiracy. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that also that did not fucking cross the line. You could uh, Listen, you were waving your Trump flags. You're not my president. Whatever the fuck you were waving, that's one thing. The moment you crossed that line... You became a treasonous motherfucker. So you're saying anyone... They were good people on both sides is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're saying people who used, like, poles to attack, like... No, that's crossing the, the line. Police. That's crossing the fucking line. Even though they themselves are like... Got the blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, bleed blue. Yeah. Bunch Assholes. of fucking cunts. <laughs> man, I hope it's not my turn to read, man. Why? It is. You, you, I don't think you finished this. Oh, you did finish. All right. David's kindness. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, you forgot the other one. You got to go up a paragraph. Oh, Cup David and Meth. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to read it, man. <laughs> David and Mephibosheth. David and Mephibosheth. 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 Me. David and Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, grandson of Saul. Oh. Saul, I think, was the guy that was chucking spears at David. <laughs> Poorly. He was uh he was Jonathan's dad. Jonathan was the guy that was he banging. He was so David. bad he wasn't spear chucker, he was spear fucker. Mephibosheth, grandson of Saul, came down to meet the king. He had not taken care of his feet <laughs> or trimmed his beard or washed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you, because I said earlier that I wanted to say, like, as soon as you got here, like, yo, go home and wash your feet, man, and I forgot to do it. He had not taken care of his feet, or trimmed his beard, or washed his clothes from the day the king left until the day he came back in safety. Can I say this? Go ahead. Like, foot hygiene is probably a good barometer of your social standing, and like, your fucking class. Like, low-class people didn't take care of their feet. Their feet were exposed to the elements quite a bit, man. It's our understandable. You couldn't afford, like, good shoes. Were there even good shoes? Well, did anybody have good shoes? No. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone have shoes <laughs> is the real question. <laughs> when he came from Jerusalem to meet the king, you know they were all gay walking around in sandals. <laughs> no, I don't know what that means, man. You don't know what that means, really? I wear sandals, man. That... It's like a fucking dumb trope. You know, oh. like, oh, you got sandals? What are you, gay? Oh. You've never heard that before. I don't roll in those circles, man, and people talk like that. <laughs> you live in that circle. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? You live amongst the most Neanderthal fucking attitudes in all of New York City. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if we fucking walk down your block right now and couldn't find four people that were fucking at the Capitol on January 6th yeah, inside yeah. the Capitol. You probably right? are not wrong. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. 
When he came from Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Yeah, that's right. When he... <laughs> All right, sh- it's kicking in, man. It's oh, kicking in. No. When he came from Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? He answered... You think he was like, why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? Do you think and your Mephib- dumb fucking name? Mephibosheth was probably late because he had to like write his name on something. And it just he had took a so sign. fucking long. <laughs> he was busy signing his name on his Metro card and the fucking train left the station. Uh. He answered, my lord, O king, my servant deceived me. For your servant said to him, saddle a donkey for me. So that I may ride on it and go with the king. For your servant is lame. He has slandered your servant to my lord the king. But my lord the king is like the angel of God. Do therefore what seems good to you. I remember this guy. This guy's the guy with the handicap like fucking feet. All right. He was was like crippled in the foot or something. Yeah. For all my father's house. And David like decided to take pity on him because he was like the son of like. Jonathan, I think. But, He's like Jonathan's son. See, you know what? Originally, when I heard he was like crippled in the feet, I thought like, all right, he fucked his feet up. But here they're saying he had not taken care of his feet. So maybe he got like the undernail fungus and shit. He's probably crippled in the feet because he's a product of fucking inbreeding, man. All yeah, these no, people are this, products this, this, of inbreeding. This would indicate that he just didn't take care of his feet. This was an avoidable condition. Get some Lamisil, man. <laughs> <laughs> For all my father's house were doomed to the to death before my lord the king. But you set your servant among those who eat at your table. What further right have I then to appeal to the king? The king said to him, Why speak any more of your affairs? I have decided. You and Ziba shall divide the land. Mephibosheth said to the king, Let him take it all, since my lord the king has arrived home safely. All right, so what was the so what was the final verdict here? So this guy, David first was like annoyed because he was like, how come you didn't come with me? And the guy's like, I didn't come with you because I was lied to by your servant. He was probably just trying to like protect me, you know, like he wanted to keep me safe. So David was like, all right, upon further consideration, I'm just going to give you fucking you and this other guy like a whole bunch of fucking land. And then fucking this guy was like, no, no, I don't want it. I'm just glad that you're fucking home. Give it to all to Zeba. That's probably a long game, super suck ass move. He knows. No, I'm just glad you're. Yeah, I don't want the land. You know, he's playing a long game. He's got something else. Yeah, he wants more land than just whatever fucking land. You know, David's giving away. That brings us to David's kindness to Barzillai. Now Barzillai, the Gileadite, had come down from Rujalim. That's a new place. He went on with the king to the Jordan to escort him over the Jordan. Barzillai was a very aged man, 80 years old. No, he sounds perfect. He'd fit right into our fucking Congress. Yeah, yeah. Nancy Pelosi just announced, like, she's going to fucking seek re-election. She's going to be 83. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. (sighs) He had provided the king with... Oh, by the way, did you hear what Mitch McConnell said about that? I did not. About her running? Yeah. What What? What did this fucking mini stroking... If you shut up, I'll tell you. All right, so fucking tell me, man. <laughs> Shutting up now. 
I get, I get the joke. He, he's, he's Mitch McConnelling out, man. He just froze up. I was like, all right, say something. That's what he said. That's a good joke, man. They were like, what do you think of Nancy Pelosi running? And he went. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, man. That would be good for our video cast, man. Yeah. It's a visual joke. Yeah, yeah. That was good, man. That was fucking great. That was fantastic. We should probably end right now, man. I didn't even think of it ahead of time. It just came to me just now, Scott. That's how I roll. It's strange because you really don't because, like, your spontaneity has been, like, really, like, stunted by, like, whatever you're ingesting, man. (laughs) You think (laughs) so? You think I'm not spontaneous? I think a lot of shit that comes out of my mouth, people would say, is a little too spontaneous. Yo, man, actually, I'm hoping a lot of it is spontaneous, man, because you're, like, thinking really long and hard, and this is the shit that comes out of your mouth, then, like, there's an issue, man. Barzillai was a very aged man, 80 years old. He had provided the king with food while he stayed at Mahananim, for he was a very wealthy man. So he was aged and wealthy. The king said to Barzillai, Come over with me, and I will provide for you in Jerusalem at my side. But Barzillai said to the king, How many years have I still to live that I should go with the king to Jerusalem? Today I am 80 years old. Can I discern what is pleasant and what is not? Can your servant taste what he eats or what he drinks? Can I still listen to the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be an added burden to my lord the king? Your servant will go a little way over the Jordan with the king. Why should the king recompense me me with such a reward? Please let your servant return, so that I might die in my own town, near the graves of my father and my mother. But here is your servant... Chimham. Chimham. (laughs) Let him go over (laughs) with my lord the king, and do for him whatever seems good to you. The king answered, Chimham... Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I like how Chimham was probably like in the background... Wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> All of a sudden, he heard like his name. Is like what? Whoa! And then somebody next to him was like, yo, "He's I- like, I got plans tomorrow. Yeah. I'm watching the fucking jet game." And a coworker was like, "Yo, I told you, man, stop that <laughs> fucking stupid behavior. It's gonna catch up to you." Chimham shall go over with me, and I will do for him whatever seems good to you, and all that you desire of me, I will do for you. I'm totally confused. Then all the people crossed over the Jordan, and the king crossed over. The king kissed Barzillai and blessed him, and he returned to his own home. The king went on to Gilgal, and Chimham went on with him. All the people of Judah and also half the people of Israel brought the king on his way. So this fucking Barzillai guy was asked by David to accompany him, and Barzillai was like, bro, man, I'm old. I'm going to be no use to you. Let me just go home and die. But... I'll give you this fucking guy. Man, Take fucking him. Guy. Nobody fucking likes this guy anyway. So I'm like, why is this even mentioned? I guess because this was a guy that just like looked out for David during the, his fucking exile, right? I mean, we can speculate why it's mentioned. Maybe it comes up later or maybe it just fizzles out like motion in the Bible. Oh. Then all the people of Israel came to the king and said to him, why have our kindred, the people of Judah, stolen you away and brought the king and his household over the Jordan and all David's men with him? All the people of Judah answered the people of Israel, because the king is near to kin of us, near of kin to us. Why then are you angry over this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's expense? Or has he given us any gift? But the people of Israel answered the people of Judah, we have 10 shares in the king, and in David also we have more than you. Why then did you despise us? Were we not the first to speak of bringing back our king? But the words of the people of Judah were fiercer than the words of the people of Israel. 
So is this just two different factions like now like trying to get on the king's good side? Yeah, remember cuz he was with the with the Canaanites. So remember originally David when he was on the run from Saul, he befriended a whole bunch of like Canaanites and then even partook in like battles against the Israelites. So when fucking he defeated Saul and was going to become the king, he was afraid that like the people of Israel weren't going to accept him because he had fucking killed so many Israelites in the service of the Canaanites. Okay. But then because Yahweh fucking anointed him, all the Israelites were fucking whatever, like happy. So then when fucking Absalom usurped him and he fled back to Canaan, the Canaanite, he was like, he came home to the Canaanites, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause so now this is the Canaanites, Judah, mm-hmm. meeting back up with the people of Israel. Oh, and the Israelites are fucking, a lot of their anger is like, cause they're, they, they, they fucked up. They know they fucked up. So they're giving Judah some shit, but it was really the Israelites that fucked up, not Judah. Judah's on the right side of the fucking history right here, man. Sure, Scott. Uh, Israelites, not so much. It doesn't much. shock me that you're taking their side. Over right. the side of the Israelites. All right. So you're a big fan of Absalom, huh? <laughs> Pinata boy, I'm going to call that motherfucker. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that um, this might be a decent place to uh, leave off. Fine. In this reading. Fine. No, you don't think so? Nah, probably, yeah. No, I'm just looking at the next chapter. And it's like, yeah, it looks like a new fucking kind of like things starting. Well, it looks so like, like we only have three chapters left. Maybe we could hit them on the next episode. So the man. next episode, we're going to conclude Second Samuel with, uh, you know, 2021 and 22. I can't wait to see Kay Tyson's uh, AI-generated artwork of fucking Absalom hanging from the tree like a pinata <laughs> getting fucking speared up. Well, what it really should be is <laughs> it should be just after... The donkey like leaves him, so you could still see the donkey in the. You know what I mean? Like you could still see the donkey, and Absalom's like in the tree. Like what the fuck? Do you think the donkey like turns back? It's like, oh, now you think I can talk? Now you think I understand you? Because there was probably like a carrot in front of the donkey, so the donkey was just following the carrot. See you, Absalom hanging from a tree. All right, so um, we will see everybody the next time when we will conclude. Second Samuel. And I invite everybody to join our Patreon to hear the dramatic conclusion of the episode we started, the article we started last time. That's right. It's going to be a About dramatic the finish. Oklahoma School District and their uh, move towards like religion in the classroom. Is that what it was? Well, you know, every episode <laughs> deals with the intersection of society and religion. Yeah. And All in right. that episode, it's the intersection of education and biblical bullshit so everybody kick your feet back we'll see you in a few minutes over on the patreon man see you there